Hey, Dan. Hey, Tim. Do you want to hear a joke? You know me? <laughs> Is that a yes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know me? I hate jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Get away from me. Let's continue. <laughs> now, what is it? Uh, how do you make a tissue dance? <laughs> <laughs> Just the premise of that one's funny. Why, how? You put a little boogie in it. <laughs> That's, such a, yeah. That's such a dad joke. That's such a dad joke. Well done. Good one. <laughs> Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. And I'm Tim. And we are the two drunk accountants mm-hmm. here today to help you save a bit of money come tax time. Yeah, that's what we're all worried about, right? Yeah, every year we do an episode pay that tax. like this where we, mm-hmm. where we just go through some of the things you should be thinking about before 30 June. And if you've listened to this episode last year, it's a lot of the same advice <laughs> with a few tweaks. But it's, it's a good just, reminder. It's a good though. reminder. Yeah. So we'll need a reminder. We'll keep doing this episode every year. We're going we're gonna to tackle a, a few of the ways that you can uh, save a bit of tax before tax time. So Absolutely. Uh, but uh, first, Tim, what, what is, is the Tim, Tim and Danlo? Can I say that we both sound a little bit better? Yeah, no, I'm definitely feeling in, better than... In between last week and this week, you got sick. Mm, I know. I was sick the week before. I know. Yeah. It's just... Doing the rounds. So if you've been wondering like, hey guys, I follow you on Instagram because you told me to and you said it was, a, it was a good time and you haven't been posting anything. Well, it's because- It's been a little busy. We've been busy and been sick. sick. Yeah. Busy. You're not really that keen on doing a funny Instagram story not when really. um, you can barely open your eyes because of a head cold. Well, we've or, had like conferences and hmm. I have a baby and <laughs> we're looking to hire someone as well. Yeah, yeah. So we did mention that last week uh, that we are a looking at a few people well, sent yeah. in. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, should I apply? Keep, everyone keep, keep coming. applying. Keep, keep coming. coming. We definitely just like to see, you know, interest is good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's right. I'm excited by that. Um, but yeah, what have you been up to in the last week? So you, you got sick. Uh, I got sick and I put neck my neck hurt. out. Oh, mm. This stupid COVID neck. Mm. It's not from getting the virus COVID. It's just from working at home during lockdown and mm. COVID and not having an ideal setup, mm. apparently. Um, yeah, so I've got to work on that, Dan, because this is like the 10th time in two or three years that my neck mm. has done this. And I literally, when I'm standing or sitting, I can't raise my head. Ugh. It's terrible. This must be so frustrating. To, to raise my head puts me in immense pain. Mm. Um, and so therefore it feels like your head because your head's pretty heavy. You don't know this. It's like a bowling ball. Particularly when you have a baby, like Mm. it's all about that neck strength. Mm. And, um, I feel like a bloody newborn baby. So (laughs) like when my neck thing happens, cause I'm just like, Mm. my head has to hang forward. Mm. And that just makes the problem worse. Yeah. yeah, terrible. Yeah. Terrible. So it's feeling a lot better today because I had about 30 Nurofen. So that's good. Mm. That's important. It's a right, that's about the right number of Nurofen, I think. Yeah, not all at once, mm. but it's definitely helped. I like Neuromol because <laughs> it's funny to say. <laughs> <laughs> Neuromol. Yeah. No, I like the cheap ibuprofen stuff. Yeah, no, I, I, like. I also like that. I like the 99 <laughs> the black, cent packet. Of, black and gold. Yeah, ibuprofen. <laughs> Uh, you, uh, you and my brother, you have the same problem. The neck, neck thing. So it happens to him every six months or so. It just sort of goes out and he's just like stuck and it really hurts. And I looked up like chronic neck pain and it says um, it's probably half neuro like in your head mm. a little bit as well. But it's like your brain 
has created nerve endings that are once you get stress or something happens triggers it triggers it and it just gets the pain that you originally had so it's mm. not maybe not necessarily an injury an injury such, yeah. it's just it's just like your nerves yeah. responding to stimulus yeah it, even if it, it is neuro, that, that doesn't mean the pain's not there that made me feel worse though. <laughs> you're still like, feeling it though what, my stupid brain is making me feel like this <laughs> how stupid is that bloody brains yeah. why do we need them that's what yeah. i've always said ridiculous um yeah cool what about you dan um uh, yeah, massive week this week just been <laughs> busy like I, i'm finally not sick I, i'm i'm 90 percent um, so I'm still a little off, mm. but but I'm definitely heaps better than I was, and I've nice. I've caught up on a lot of work and things mm. this week that I was trying my hardest to get through while I was sick. But it's always a little difficult. A lot of tax estimates. A lot of tax estimates in in the past week or so. Um, finishing off a, a few little bits and pieces, bit of advisory work. People coming up to the end mm. of tax time here. So cool. Yeah, a, a lot going on just work wise. Just work wise. We had a team planning day earlier in the week too, which was good. We did. We so, did. Yeah. Shout out to the team for that. You were stealing everyone's ideas, the planning stealing day. Stealing everyone's ideas. You know, classic <laughs> Dan. Classic Dan. Um, uh, anyway, uh, Tim. Yeah. Do you have a... T- uh, no, we need to move it. To- I forgot it's the business update first. Isn't it? I almost business went to the update. wrong section. Well, Should we actually... No, this is a serious point. All right. Listeners, this is, this is a perfect time to talk about okay. this. Okay. All right. Thinking about changing the format up. <laughs> what? Just thinking about just changing it up. New Why? New financial year. Let's just, let's mm. just like whip, whip. So you think <laughs> you should save that sound and add it to our, our whip, keys. Whip. Yeah. Whip, whip. <laughs> whip, whip. Um, are you thinking about getting rid of the business update? No. No. You're thinking about adding more interesting stuff in. It, it, it could be a, it could be a swap. Could mm-hmm. be a, a, we might not do every topic every week. Yeah, we might throw in be a rotation th- of ideas. Three minutes of neck stretching with Tim. Neck stretching with Tim. Tim's corner. <laughs> um, that'd be a good one. Sponsored by what Health Point Physio. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe in through your ass. Yeah, and out through your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? Uh, it's Leon Black. Uh, uh, yeah, during during right. COVID, he released a meditation track. That's right. I do remember that. He was like, <laughs> breathe in through your mouth and yeah. out through your mouth. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. It's weird. It's stupid. Uh, we played it at the end of I the podcast. Do. I do. I couldn't remember where it was from, but yeah. I remember now. Um, but yeah, but maybe we should just throw in a, just spice it up. Just I can bring back life. an old one. The spice of life. Um, you remember that... Um, segment I introduced with my friend Nick's brother Andrew where he'd who's say a Kiwi? random stuff in an accent and then <laughs> yeah. send him through yeah. and he'd say what's the go with fingernails yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like the other one I think he did was um, no, he only did one for us mm. and then I said a couple and it just wasn't the same it wasn't thing. the same we need, we need people with funny accents saying funny things I think that's a good segment it's a good segment it's a good segment uh, I really want to start doing more mailbag so I'd, 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 love, I'd love more people to like send us questions that Would we can be, answer mm. in, a, in a segment. So like maybe other things can turn into question time. Yes. Tim question Dan, time. Something like that. Yes. Um, should, we, should we put the topic up front? Put the banter at the end. <sighs> Whoa. Wow. Or do people like the current part banter, then main topic, end with some more banter format that we've been mm. running with for a couple of years now? Anyway. Just thinking about spicing it up. Put ideas out there. Just spicing it up. I anyway, like it. I like it. just be prepared. Cool. One day I might jump on here and be like, all right, Tim, so let's talk to uh, Big Puppy's Corner, shall we? <laughs> Big Puppy's Just dive corner. in. Well, yeah, Lewis is crawling now. Yeah. So, yeah. Probably crawling? Uh, well, pretty much. Like he yeah. planks. He mm. planks. And then the knees go under. 
Uh, and you're like, he's about to do it. He's ready to go. And then he just sort of, uh, he thinks the next step is to put his head on the ground mm. um, and not move his arms. Hasn't so quite like, got that. Next but he thing. army crawls. Mm. So he's definitely. That's a crawl. He's that's, crawling. That's a crawl. He's not like full, all, all falls crawling no. or anything like that. But yeah. it's happening. It's pretty cool. But also be terrifying. Before you know it. Terrifying. I'm running around. I know. It's scary. Yeah. Anyway, mm, um, good well, times. Let's let's move to the uh, the business update. Thanks, Cats Accounts, for sponsoring the business update. If yes, you're an accountant and you're looking for mm. uh, somewhere to work, yeah. and you live in the Central Coast to Newcastle area, and you're an accountant, yeah, um, feel free to apply. If you're someone who's just spectacular and doesn't live in that area, mm. we might consider you as well. Yeah. So yeah. send in your application. Send it in. Um, Who knows? Uh, but also, if you're a small business and you'd like some advice. Also get in touch. Yeah, there you Just, go. You know, Some people have been getting in touch. People do get in touch. It's been pretty cool. That's been good. Hmm. Um, but uh, business update today, Tim. Uh, I saw a headline today, which uh, obviously piqued my interest. Oh, it's interest rates. No, it's not interest rates. <laughs> but I should have gone with that. Um, <laughs> I can it's see, a pretty boring I can update, see what really. you thought. <laughs> yeah. I was going to go with that. Piqued your interest? No, there, uh, it was an article on the ABC today. Is about, it about productivity? N- no, <laughs> but it was about ATO data. Oh, and some you know, they've been sifting through some data sifting. here and coming up with some like interesting. I'm just facts. imagining people at ATO with like old gold sifting. Yeah, things. they're panning like, in the river of data. Yeah, looking for like, little nuggets. Oh, found one. Yeah, here we go. Audit. <laughs> Kids on excursions can buy little facts in a little glass tube. Um, <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, it would be cool. Um, no, this is this is about some tax and and taxpayer information that the, the ATO have, have sort of released. Okay. And there was one little part which I, I kind of took a little little, little uh, umbrage to okay. maybe, but then I went and read it. I was like, no, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, there was a, a group of people, um, about 60 people, who averaged $3.5 million of income per year mm. and all of them paid no tax. Wow. Right? And then I read this How next- How many negatively article. geared rental properties? Yeah, I'll, I'll read this next paragraph, which- Sort of didn't really make sense unless you also read the next paragraph. But it says, mm-hmm. using a tax agent to manage tax affairs is an allowable tax deduction under Australia's taxation scheme, meaning some of those who owned more than $1 million but paid no cl- uh, tax claimed this tax deduction. Right? Right. They're trying to imply they claimed a million dollars of accounting fees as a deduction? So that paragraph alone, was I read that and I was like, so what are you saying? If you claim accounting fees, then you're dodging tax? <laughs> anyway, then I read the next thing, which was, uh, the Australia Institute's senior economist, Matt Grudnoff, said those people spent on average $219,000 to manage their tax affairs. Well, Meaning that they were able to claim that as a tax deduction, obviously. Yeah. That's a lot. Uh, but then it said, this is not only unfair, but makes Australia less equitable because only the wealthy can afford to hire someone to get around tax. Hmm. And it's kind of the broader okay. picture he was drawing was with the recent PWC, the PwC mm. scandal is that there's mm. problems with tax loopholes that need to be addressed mm. and high price lawyers and accountants know what those loopholes are and you can only do it if you can afford to pay for that advice. Okay. Interesting. So interesting. Just a, it was an interesting topic for debate, I thought. Yeah, I can sort of see where he's coming from. Yeah, I can as well. It is fair. Hmm. Fair point, because I would like to know how he's reduced his taxable income to nothing, he or she. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 
There's also an argument to say that's just wasting money too, to an extent, because I mean, most people who earn a million dollars may not want to spend 300 grand in accounting fees. No, and your tax was probably like 300 grand. <laughs> so you just <laughs> paid it to the accountant yeah, instead. Exactly. Which is kind of more like more full mm. that taxpayer. I agree. Though they aren't doing their share in terms of paying tax. So no. That is and and he, so an here's my argument. And, and our argument's always been consistent on this is that you should always pay your fair share of tax. Mm. Um, and if the only way you can make money is to dodge tax in, you know, dodgy ways, mm. uh, then it's really not a good way to make money. You, you're not making money because mm. you're not paying the tax. So yeah. uh, more profit is always better. So... Yeah, imagine investing 220 grand a year in into, um, well, advice or an investment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and sure, his return on that investment is, well, let's just say the return on that investment is 300,000. Mm. He's invested 220, mm. he or she, mm. um, to make 300. Mm. Not bad, not bad. You could do better though. You could actually do much better than that. Yeah. You could invest 220 and who knows? Um, Increase that by 20, 30%. Year on year. Year on year with, with dividends. Mm. I don't know. It's an interesting one, Dan. It is an interesting one. So, um, but yeah, I just thought it was, it was, it was a fascinating mm. argument. I, I, I feel they were painting all accountants mm. with the wrong brush there mm. because many of us aren't finding loopholes to get people through, you know, dodgy tax returns they pay no tax yeah but at the same time that's definitely a thing at the upper end mm. of the of the uh, as we have seen through that pwc scandal recently so yeah the pwc a scandal really fast pwc scandal oh, it is well, hard you're better than me <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it is it is interesting because mm. um yeah you even hear about um schemes where people move mm. to singapore yeah and then Singapore give you a tax-free advantage for like two years to move assets mm. out to Singapore, which if the movement of those assets is via like earning income, mm. let's say dividends, trust distributions, mm. and you're taxed at 4%, let's say, then that's, that's quite a big tax advantage. Massive tax advantage. Which is only available to people who are willing to invest large sums of money mm. to make that happen. In consulting fees and setting up foreign companies. And to me, it's just more c- like complexity mm. than you would gain much benefit from. I, I agree. It's like build your business around the fact that tax is going to be paid. You do everything, you know, a- appropriate to make sure you're not paying more than you should. Mm. But then really invest more time and effort into earning more income. Yeah. Because that's going to make everything better. I don't know. Are we, t- are we just simple people? Is that what it is? Simple Dan, simple Tim. I guess we don't earn millions, so we don't know what it's like to pay three or four hundred grand to the ATO every year. But it's all relative, right? We do, we do as a percentage of our of our income. Yeah, but maybe earning that much money doesn't make you happier, Dan. Yeah, and maybe (laughs) earning that much money, you end up just spending more of it. (laughs) Which brings then, yeah, you don't have the money to pay the tax. Yeah, this is what's probably happening. More money. More time, more peace of mind. More money. People are trying to go for more money. More money, more problems. Exactly. <laughs> I want, I, I don't want less money, but less stress would be good. It just does seem backwards. Mm. I'm going to pay 250K to someone. To save. 
to save 300. Mm. I don't know. You tell us your thoughts, listener. Tell us your thoughts, listener. Do you earn a million dollars and pay someone? And if you did earn a million dollars, would you pay someone a quarter of a million mm. to pay no tax? Yeah, exactly. Would you do that? I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't as well. Mm. Because you could get audited. Yeah. And then just owe the tax anyway. How about 50 grand? They're obviously looking at these people. Would you pay 50 grand to save some tax? Let's say it's 100 grand tax and you see still paying. I mean, yeah. You would, definitely. But there's ways to... There's no real... No. Magic bullet. No. Unless you're doing really, really Really interesting different things, Mm. which... It's a high risk. I would question, you know, that investment may be all wasted. Yeah. And then you may actually end up paying it back with penalties, Mm. wasting a whole bunch of time and money. Mm. That's why people always look at me like I'm an idiot when when we talk about negative gearing. I was like, I'd I'd rather just like an an asset that makes money and goes up in value. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, um, let's move on. Okay. Do you have a tight ass tip? Uh, I thought you had one, Dan. I do actually. Hmm. This is, I'm going to, it's, it's a, it's an interesting new category okay. of tight ass tips. Ooh, okay. Um, and so we've done tight ass tip. Yeah. We've done time ass tip. tip. Yep. I think at one point we started talking about environmental ass tip. <laughs> I think we did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this is a combination of a tight ass tip, but also like a, a, a joy ass tip. Oh, good. It creates happiness. I like that. Yeah. That's good. Creates happiness. Nice. And saved me money. And I mean, that in itself would create happiness for me. And do you know what creates happiness for me, Tim? No. Garlic bread. <laughs> I like garlic bread. Who, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, who doesn't like garlic bread? But my dad doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, he Repeats on him. <laughs> garlic isn't great for him, but <laughs> but, but I, I love garlic bread. It's now, so I, good. I try not to eat a lot of garlic bread because, you know, a lot of bread's not, not great. good for you. Yeah. Um, so have you found like a healthy way to eat garlic bread? Sort of. Um, but here's the issue I face. Okay. I live alone <laughs> and garlic bread, the, the type that I like comes in a big log. Yeah, it does come big in a flat, log. Big uh, flat. I like the, the two halves of the big okay. flat one, right? Yeah. Yep. The big flat one. The big flat one. <laughs> and if I want some garlic bread, well, guess what? I've got to cook that eat whole thing. <laughs> and what a waste when I have to throw. You could just chop it in half then. Well, I do. I oh, cook okay. half, but oh, then right. the other half doesn't last that long. I have to yeah. cook it again the next night. Right. And that means I've eaten... Two halves of a garlic bread log by myself each night. <laughs> That's a lot of garlic bread. Do you know what? Ha- it's gone straight to my hips at that point. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna be. I'd be a bit sensitive about my doughy physique <laughs> at that point if I'm eating garlic bread every night. And so that that reduces the joy of the garlic bread for me. All right. So what's what's the tip here? Well, so there's two parts to this. <laughs> okay. So this is we've we've established that. I'd eat this whole bread by myself. Mm. And so that stops me often buying it because I don't want to eat yeah. it all. Yeah, which is good. That's yeah? good. Yeah. Uh, it's also like $4 for the mm, big, not the, the one that I like. You yeah. know, you can get the $1 ones that are in like mm, the, the tin foil. foil and yeah. I'm not as big a fan of them. Yeah. Um, but I was at the shop yesterday. Okay. And I had spaghetti last night mm. and garlic bread. You got to have garlic bread. And Just to mop up the sauce. Exactly. Yeah. Then you don't have to wash up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I still washed back. up. But <laughs> straight back on the shelf. <laughs> I mean, never to eat of your plates. Uh, but um, what I saw, Tim, astonished me. Mm. There was a garlic bread for two. 
and it was about half the size. Wow. Of was it cheaper though? The full size bread. Now it was cheaper, but not proportionally mm. cheaper. And the part of me is like, I'm not getting value out of this. <laughs> Plus, you're buying a garlic bread for two. That's I'm also a little bit sad. Yeah, it was a little sad. <laughs> you ignore the two part. The checkout lady is like, yeah. oh, he's obviously taking this home for his, yeah. for his daily. This guy's <laughs> cooking dinner for himself. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, and a bag of cookies. Yeah. yeah it's got, this guy's got a date night. He's got some Tim Tams. He's got a garlic bread for two. No flowers there. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So I bought this garlic garlic bread for two uh, it's about half the size as the normal size one and it's the flat ones it's only about three dollars instead of four dollars so it's not half the price mm. but then i started thinking well in absolute dollar value i've saved a dollar you have you have it, yeah this is one way to look at buying your produce because but, if you're just going to waste the dollar's worth exactly. of whatever you're buying, yeah. then you should just buy the cheaper thing, even if it is proportionally more expensive. Yeah. I know, this has gone through my head a few times, Dan. So I, I, I was having this argument with myself in the aisle. I'm literally holding this bread yeah, like, and I'm looking at it. <laughs> Putting one back, yeah. picking up the other. I'm and like, like oh, oh, per hundred grams, it's this much, <laughs> but this one's cheaper per hundred grams. That, I'm that like, is but I, in absolute dollars, I'm spending less on this one. Do you reckon that Coles yeah. or Woolies yeah. did some study on this and they found out we will spend per, more. Yeah, we yeah. will spend more if it's a cheaper per kilo Absolutely. Rate. And therefore, that's why they started adding it to all the tickets. But if you're like me and you're a sorry so I've eaten garlic bread for two alone, <laughs> you don't need a garlic bread for four. You don't. It's and, true. And I'm either going to throw the rest out if mm. I don't want to eat it or I'm going to eat it all and feel bad mm. because I ate too much of it. You're right. So I, reckon, I reconciled this with myself and I said, you know what? I'm actually spending a dollar less here. I'm eating far less of this bread. Mm. And I'm loving it. <laughs> so you know what I did? I ate the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I mean, like you would have eaten it the next night anyway, exactly. right? Exactly. So yeah. And if I'll have <laughs> you probably eat something else Ga- the next night. Garlic bread for two? <laughs> Not oh likely. God. For one. So this is a joy-ass tip and I saved money while doing it. But the, really, the tired-ass tip here <laughs> is you don't always need to go for the more value you know the mm. value item yes you, if you're not going to use it all and it's going to go to waste yeah or you don't need to or you don't need to eat it all then you can mm. on absolute dollar value mm. save well, this is kind of like the argument for organic mm. organic foods and like high quality food because mm. you can buy less of it yeah yeah, I would like to speak. We can speak about more about organic food okay next week I'd like, I'd like that I want some feedback do you eat organic are you listening right now because damn, it's expensive. It is expensive. I, I, I like to. I try to like, some things are organic, like if I can, mm. but otherwise, if it's like heaps more expensive, or I like don't. like grass-fed beef. Yeah, I don't have that much beef, to be honest. Like I don't. Mm. And so if I do buy beef, I generally buy, buy like a nice bit of beef. Yeah, like a grass, yeah. like a grazing. Yeah. I don't cow. really buy much beef, mm. to be fair. But like organic turkey mince. Is that a thing? Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Is it to do with what they're eating? Mm. All right. Anyway, that was my tight ass tip for nice today. That's one, Dan. I like it. Garlic bread for two <laughs> for the price of three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice little insight into your life as yeah, well. It is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's dive into the main topic today. It's time. Now we've we've also spent a little bit of time saying, "Hey, you shouldn't dodgy tax." This is <laughs> ways to tax. save tax. Yeah. 
So this is all about making sure that you don't pay more tax than you have to. These yeah. aren't, as Tim said, there's not a silver bullet. There's no way to say no. I, I made a million dollars of income and pay zero tax. Mm. This is all just about making sure the little things that you can do mm. to um, save tax where you can. Yeah. So the number one thing that people always think about when they're going to save tax is I can buy assets. Yeah. I'm going to buy a car. I'm or just buy people usually rent. start with spending money. Yeah. yeah. And it's true. Yeah. You spend money uh, if it's deductible. Mm-hmm. It will definitely reduce your income. Yep. And you will save tax. And let's just go over that again. How it saves you tax. Yes. It's so dollar for dollar what you spend. Correct. It's that classic uh, Shit's Creek. Mm. It's a write-off. It's a write-off. Yeah. A write-off. Who's writing it off? Yeah. It's like, I don't know, they write it off. A, <laughs> it reduces your tax. Why don't they call it a tax write-off? <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> Such a good scene. Uh, if you haven't seen one. that, Google Shit's Creek write-offs. write-offs. Yeah, yeah. It's very good. It is good. But yeah, it, the way you save tax is if, if you spend money for, to do that is it reduces your taxable income and then the amount of tax you pay is less indirectly because you've reduced the amount of income. So it's not yeah. a direct reduction in your tax, it's mm. a reduction in your income. Because you pay tax on every dollar you earn at a certain percentage. Mm-hmm. And so depending on your level of income in Australia, it's a progressive tax system. So the more you earn, yep. the higher the percentage for, from for that. individuals, yeah. Yeah, from that point. So let's say over 120 grand at the moment, you're paying tax at 37 and a half. No, it's just 37. No, 37 cents yeah. in the dollar. Um, I always add the half. I don't know it's 32 why. and a half in the one before. Yeah. yeah. 37 cents in the dollar. So every dollar you spend, you're saving 37 cents in tax. Correct. But there's an argument to say you are losing 63. <laughs> <laughs> Quick math. Good math. Yeah. 63 cents. Yeah. But exactly right. Or so something you might not need. Here's, here's the main thing I always say. Don't spend money just to save tax. If that's the sole purpose of spending it, it's a dumb decision because you've just lost 63 cents for mm-hmm. every dollar that you spent. So let's start with the big one. Immediate tax write-off for asset purchases. Yeah. So Temporary asset write-offs. It's still a thing. And you, until 30 June, weeks, yeah. yeah. It, the issue here is you need to have this asset in your hands. Yep. It needs to be ready to use. So it's not in a box in your lounge room mm-hmm. on the 30th of June. It is equipment installed ready for use. Yep. So you can't just put a deposit on a car and think that counts. No, that car needs to be in your driveway, ready to go. Registered. Registered. Mm. Uh, so remember that if you're thinking about buying a car, it's probably too late. Possibly. Yeah. Unless so, you're buying like a used car or yeah. a demo or something. Yeah. You can probably make that happen. So... I'm selling a Tesla if anyone wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, all regular vehicles up to the luxury car limit, you can write the full amount off. It's about 58000 Um Anything above that, uh, that's after GST, by the way, mm. exclusive for GST. Uh, if it's a commercial vehicle, it's any value. Yeah, like a truck a, as an example. A truck or a uh, commercial Tractor. ute, like a proper ute, not just like a mm. fancy dual cab, unless it carries more than one ton and its primary purpose is only to you know, um, Personal, carry, things, or carry things, people, people yeah. or things. And, yeah. uh, and you don't drive it more than you know, infrequent. And, yeah. That's uh, FBT. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's commercial vehicle, but that doesn't stop at 58,000. You can, you can go further than yeah. that. So, uh, you can immediately write that off this year. And what that means is that that total amount that you spend on that vehicle that would normally get depreciated each year. So you'd get a portion of that as a tax deduction each year that you hold it. Uh, 
Mm. Instead, you can claim it all this year against your income, which could potentially save you a significant amount of tax. Yeah. Now we're saying you need to have it installed ready for use, but you could finance this purchase. Yep. So you don't have to have paid for it outright to claim the deduction. And that's why it works because- uh, you may have paid one loan instalment mm. by the time you lodge your tax return and get a, get a result that means no payable mm. or a big refund yep. as an example. And, and that, that really works well. This is, let me um, remind everyone here that we're talking about businesses here. This is yep. not an individual salaries and wages owner. No. Um, you can't immediately write off a car you purchase. Yeah, this, uh, is, this is, is only business. small business owners. Mm. Um, so yeah, so that's why that, that works. As Tim said, cash flow wise, it means you've, you've outlaid a small amount of cash and you might get a big amount of tax advantage in this first year, but it means you get nothing as a tax advantage in the following years. There is one more asterisk on this, Dan. Yeah. It is property improvements. Yes. Or leasehold improvements. Correct. So a fit out may not be an immediate write off. Yeah. Um, particularly if it is fixtures and fittings. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, a door is potentially plant and equipment yep. or light fittings, yep. plant and equipment, um, a stovetop plant and equipment, yep. but a, new a kitchen. wall, yeah, a new kitchen or yeah, hmm. a, a full bathroom renovation, flooring, uh, uh, I think carpets, certain flooring, yeah, certain flo- <laughs> it anyway, gets really complex. It gets complex when we get to that <laughs> thing, but capital work. So anything that you'd consider to be an improvement to your property and not just an asset, a piece of equipment, mm. um, that all that doesn't count depreciates really slowly correct so yeah if you want to save money and you're already going to purchase an asset in the next couple of months and you're able to bring that forward to do it right now do it do it because it will save you tax before 30 june as long as cash flow allows now the new law starting next year is anything up to twenty thousand dollars so mm. this still exists, but the asset needs to be less than 20,000. If it's above that, it falls back into your old pools and they just yeah. get depreciated over time. Slower depreciation. So you still get the same benefit. It's just, just over, over a couple of years. Correct. <clears throat> Correct. All right. Next thing, Tim, well, what would you say would be the next thing to save a bit of tax? Well, the, the generic next thing is super. Yeah, that's what I was going to say Where too. I was going? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So pay your, first of all, pay all of your employees super up to 30 June. Yeah. So, any employees you have that you haven't paid their super, hmm. um, it'll go in as an expense and your profit and loss in zero as an example. But if it's unpaid, then you can't claim a tax deduction for it. Yeah, that's right. So that's, hmm. that's a, a, a lot of people might not realize that, that yes, your, your due date to pay the super for that June quarter might be 28 days after the end of the quarter. Hmm. But if you actually haven't paid it, you can't claim it as a tax deduction. We have to add it back in your tax return. Yep. So uh, we always say the best advice is to pay your super every time you do a pay run, that'll mean you can always claim it as a tax deduction and you don't mm. have to worry about the cash flow of it. Yep. If you're the type of business that has to wait a little bit, try and pay it before the end of June mm. as much of it as you can because that'll decrease your profit mm. and, and it'll mean that you can uh, pay less tax. That's the first part of super. The second part is paying more into your super yeah, as well. That's right. So um, super contributions are taxed at 15%. Mm. If you're, it's oh, a low tax rate. Off my chair then. If well. you're a, uh, um, a small business uh, base rate entity, so you're a company mm. and you, you own a, a small business in that, uh, the, the marginal tax rate's 25 cents. So by putting extra money into super, you're saving 10 cents of tax. Yeah, for every dollar. And there is a limit. There is a limit. $27,500 um, per year. Per year for your total contributions. So that's the contributions that you put in by paying yourself a wage. Yep. 
and these additional contributions that you put in, you, you can carry forward some of these arrangements. So if, um, if you haven't paid up to that limit in the past couple of years, uh, there, you can just log into your ATO and it'll show you what your carry forward concession cap would be, which means you can put more than that for this year to, to catch up. Yeah, which um, goes back five years, but it started in 2019. So, so it's only four, four years yeah. available right now. Um, but it's a really good one. Yeah. The, the only downside is you you will lose this cash. It goes into super. Yeah. So unless you have a self-managed super fund where you, you, you still have access to the cash to invest, you're giving this to someone else to invest on your behalf. Yep. And you need to know you, you're not going to be able to use that personally for enjoyment until you retire. Yeah, and, until you reach the, the age that you're allowed to draw down a pension, you can't access that money again. So if you're only 25 and you're mm. putting extra money in- It could be 40 years. It's going to be 40 years or more by the time we retire. It's, you know. it's a great nest egg. It mm. saves you tax now and you get to keep the money rather mm. than buying a car, obviously- Ford or Mazda or Tesla mm. get the money. Um, probably Tesla. Yeah. Everyone's buying Teslas, Dan. But um, yeah, yeah uh, you, you get to keep the money and save the tax. Yep. So there's a there's a reason why, um, uh, you know, that you get a tax deduction for buying an asset is because it goes down in value. You would hope mm. super goes up in, up value, in value and- mm the tax rate that you're paying on that income is less. So uh, that's the beauty of putting money, additional money into super. So if you have the cash flow and that's part of your long-term strategy is to have a bigger super balance, then do it before 30 June and you could save yourself from tax. Self-employed people as well really like this strategy because they can backdate a bunch of super, particularly Mm. it's like say husband, wife Mm. running a business. They can put a large amount into super in one hit. And then they can actually look to, they, they'd be operating out of a commercial premises probably. Mm. Maybe they can buy the commercial premises through their super fund. Yeah. And then the rent they're paying is going towards an investment for the future for them. Obviously, yep. you need to seek your own legal uh, financial advice exactly. around those things or make your own decisions. I'm an accountant. I yeah. can't tell you whether yeah. that's going to help you financially. But tax-wise, business-wise, I've seen that work yeah. many times. It works really well. Exactly. So, so yeah, super. A way to save a little bit of tax for the self-employed. Love it. Uh, you can also do that if you are a salary and wages earner. You can make personal contributions into super and claim a tax yes. deduction for it. Definitely. If you do that, you just need to notify your super that you intend to claim a tax deduction. There's a form usually on their website. They'll send you a, an email back or a letter back saying, yep, sounds great. Yeah. And that just means that they're going to tax it at 15% and you reduce your income by the contribution. So that has to be done before you lodge. So correct. So yeah. that's, that's a, an option for everyone. Really? Super. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, the next one on the list is, is another pretty general one. It kind of relates to the first one about assets, which is uh, to bring forward any expenses that you're going to pay. If, if you have a definitely. few bills due in July, just pay them in June. Yep. As long as cash flow allows. Yeah, definitely. Just mm. because you're going to send the money out eventually anyway. Yeah. Um, this doesn't work for larger businesses because they have to prepayments. put in prepayments. Yeah. And so they won't actually get it as a deduction anyway. No, but, but for smaller businesses- You're allowed to claim at the time you, you pay it. So. That's right. Yeah. So this works well. Mm. Um, the other thing is if you're considering paying bonuses or yep. um, paying a bonus to yourself or- then that is an expense to the business as well. Mm-hmm. So you could bring forward those things too. Yep, That's right. That's right. So yeah, just bringing forward a few expenses that you were otherwise already going to pay. And if you have the cash flow to do it now, then you can save a bit of tax this year. Obviously that means you're moving tax out of next year. Mm. Um, so you'll probably pay a little bit more next year, but yes. it helps, you know, a dollar in your pocket now is better than a dollar in That's right. later. Particularly with inflation. Yeah. Um, Where it is now. A- another option would be, um, you know, income that you're earning. Yeah. So what are you thinking there? 
Well, let's just say that, um, you know, you normally invoice uh, a certain amount each month or mm-hmm. something and it happened on the 30th or you have a choice between invoicing on the 1st or the 30th. Definitely. Do it on the 1st. Yeah, you could. You could delay your invoicing. Yeah. Which is just pushing it back. Yeah, exactly. Pushing your tax back a year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, particularly if you've got, like, say, a very large project yeah. you're about to finish. And you're doing a progress like invoice like, or something. Just, yeah. just wait. Yeah. And it's the same with um, capital gain events. Mm. So you, if you want to sell some shares, maybe just wait till July. Yeah. Just wait to sell them in July or that property. Mm. Don't exchange contracts till July, potentially. So um, and another point of this is, is, like, don't say, oh, you know, all right, Dan and Tim told me to not invoice, so I'm going to wait and then from the start of June to the yeah. end of you don't invoice it. No, that's going to ruin your cash flow. We're, We're talking, talking like about like day a here. day here. Yeah. It's not, it's not delaying all your invoicing. It's mm. just saying if, if there is some flexibility yeah. on when some income is, is coming in, then shift it a bit. If you want to save a little bit of tax, if you've hit your budget, mm. just tell your team, like maybe it's the 28th of June. Mm. Like, all right guys, no more invoicing yeah. required for the next few days. Just, yeah. just sit on that. Yeah. We'll get it started back again in July. So. Exactly. Yeah. Um, a third one here, which is more for individuals, sorry, fourth, fifth one here, uh, is, is more <laughs> for, for individuals, which is, and Tim's just sort of reminded me of this, is, is capital gains. Mm. If you're thinking about selling something and it's been like, and you, you haven't got an offer, so it's not like, I'm not giving you financial advice to like wait to sell something and then you lose out on all this, yeah, you know, great point in the market or yeah, something. Yeah. But if there's, if there's flexibility mm. and you've owned an asset for 11 months mm. and you can wait one month and it makes no difference in the price you sell it for, hang on to it. Uh, that means that you can get the CGT discount yeah. by waiting an extra month or so. Yeah, so yeah. consider how long you've held your asset as well. Yeah, yeah obviously um, that doesn't apply to some things like say no. Bitcoin is no. an example. Because that's so volatile that- yeah. A month's time, who knows what the price is? Correct, yeah. correct. But uh, but yeah, that's that's definitely a good one. Mm. Another one we haven't mentioned, Dan, is inventory. Yes, or whip. Do a do a stock take and write off anything that is yeah. not going to be sold or yep. charged out because yeah. the more whip or stock you have. Um, the less expenses you're going to claim. Yeah, so a lot of people don't realize this as well, is that if you're buying stock or, or you're paying for inputs in, and it becomes whip, um, you think you can claim all that. Well, yeah. if you've got a bunch of stock sitting on a shelf, that adds back to your profit. Now, mm. if that stock is more than the closing stock 12 months ago, you've increased your profit by that much. Yep. If the stock is less than it was 12 months ago, then you've actually decreased your profit mm. because you're adding back more expenses. So yep. make sure it's you know l- not high if uh, if it doesn't need to be. If, if you've got stock, you can write off and yeah. throw out or do a quick fire sale of a quick you know few yep. things to get rid of them. Yeah, you have stock that's gone off. If if you have perishables, yeah, yeah exactly. Just make take sure you it, do take account it out of that. The, take it out of the books. Get yep. rid of it, um, and it will definitely actually save you tax. It will definitely do that. Anything else you can think of, Tim, in our generic bag of, of tax-saving opportunities? There's that other thing, the digitalization. Um, yeah, when is did it that start? A, I think it's in place. Yeah. It is. It, but it's an additional 20% write-off on yeah. certain expenses in your business that could be digit, digitalizing your business, mm. so taking things online, yeah. enhancing software. Yeah, and, and for that, you just get an additional 20% deduction to the cost, which you is pretty claim, good. You get to claim 120%. Yeah, mm. it's pretty good. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I, look, without those are the main mm. things. It, uh, there are other, mm. obviously, more complex strategies. Yeah. 
but it's going to be specific person to person exactly. and dependent on your goals. Yeah. And I think the main thing is just being aware of it. That's yeah. why we do a lot of tax estimates for our clients. Mm. It's just to avoid the shock. Yeah. You still got time right now, even if you don't have the money set aside for the tax to build that up mm. because you don't have to pay it for another 12 months still. Yeah. And so let's a few end of year things to maybe think about. Um, uh, do a logbook for your vehicle if you nice. haven't, because that could end up costing you a lot in FBT for if, sure. if you haven't. Um, what, what else is there, Tim? Uh, we'll tidy up your payroll because we'll need to file single touch payroll finalizations yep. soon. So that's coming up. Make your decisions on your, on your pay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like I said, bonuses. Yep. Uh, but check, check what's in zero and make sure it's tidy. Yeah. If you're in MYOB or QuickBooks, that's just like, do your best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No offense, QuickBooks. <laughs> you guys are great. You're doing yeah. good work. You're coming up, you've got cassowaries and you've got great links to uh, um, uh, e-commerce mm. uh, platforms. I'm talking about QuickBooks and that one, cassowaries is obviously MYOB. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, remember last year QuickBooks filed the wrong information for in STP <laughs> the first yeah. week? Jesus. Mm, anyway. Not good. Uh, what else? What What else? Yeah, mm. but they, these are important just little things to think about as oh, we're approaching the end A lot of, of the people year. have like suspense accounts. Yep, tidy those up. Uh, a lot of business owners accidentally pay for things out of their personal accounts. Mm-hmm. So get your list of those things. Get yep. them in. Get them in for the June Baz. Yep. What else, Dan? Yeah, if, if, you've, if you've drawn money from your business that hasn't mm. in your company and, that, and it hasn't been listed as a wage or a dividend, understand that that's probably going to have to be added to your income this year yep. Um, yep. And, and you may owe some tax on that. So start thinking about your strategy there as well. Yeah, yeah so mainly look at your profit and loss. Look at your balance sheet. Yeah. Whoop. Mm. <laughs> you, you perfect. You made Good, that right? perfect. That's <laughs> Um, Basically the guy from Police Academy. (laughs) (laughs) The sound effects guy. That's pretty good. Yeah, review your stuff and make sure you're not going to be shocked. Yeah. Come tax time. Correct. I think we've done enough here to uh, save the good people, the good small businesses out there, a bit of tax. What do you think? I think so. You got another thing this week? Yeah. On your recommendation, I started watching Utopia. Yeah. And that is hilarious. Great show. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It just, it shouldn't, but it reminds me of things that happen in the office. I think that's the beauty of it. Almost everyone I've spoken to says it reminds them of their work. Yeah. Yeah. It is obviously not, no one's work is like that. It's, it's totally ridiculous, but there are these crazy situations that happen at work and you're like, this just makes no sense. (laughs) (laughs) And, and um, it really made me laugh. It's just, it's the beauty of like um, everyone has their own thought process. And when you put that many people in a, in a group together, there's going to be miscommunication. There's going to be some like strange thoughts and ideas that pop up. Yeah. But um, yeah, that first episode you were talking about with Carsten, how he has the logo. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's so good. (laughs) so good. And the first thing you think when you see it is that's the Pink Floyd. Yeah. (laughs) That's the Pink Floyd logo. And then I totally forgot about it. I just didn't even think about it until the end. And then, and then she's like, oh, apparently there's a copyright infringement. (laughs) So we have to change it again. (laughs) Well, I haven't watched it yet, but the show started again. This, this it's like, it hasn't been on in three or four years. It's come back. I heard some funny things on the news this week. Hmm. Um, that it predicted a couple of things that happened. The Perth, um, sorry, the Tasmania Stadium. Yeah, the, the stadium. Hobart stadium. Yeah, That's the, the first season. The multi- yeah. multi-purpose stadium or yeah. something like that. <laughs> and then another one is um, apparently the fast rail. So there's always talk of a fast yeah. rail and then it just gets pushed out because it sounds great. Yeah. 
politically, but uh, obviously it's not doable. It's just so good with the, like the, the marketing person and then, and then the person yeah. that works in between them and Canberra just always come in like, <laughs> yeah. all right, what do we got? Like <laughs> yeah. fast rail polls really like, well. How, yeah. how do we go with that? He's like tweeting. <laughs> yeah. He's like tweeting as they have the conversation. Yeah. Like stop tweeting. Yeah. Stop tweeting. Yeah. This is what he's like, but can I just put this up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> They're always looking for an opportunity, like a photo up. Like, yeah. can we dig a hole? <laughs> okay. What if we put a fence up? Is that like, <laughs> can we, can we cut a ribbon? So funny. So good. I love it. Yeah. In the first episode, they're changing the logo mm. and the boss um, just totally abdicates. He's yeah. like, I don't care about this. I've got a big deal I've got going on. So you just handle it. Mm. As long as I don't have to have input, mm. then, then it's fine. Anything's fine. Mm. And then the next day he comes in, he can't even access the building. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's not at their desk because there's painters because of the fumes. Uh, he's got like clients coming in that, he sets off the alarm trying to let in because he doesn't know how it works and there's no team members there. I was just like, oh my God, that guy is me. Damn it. <laughs> but it's how it feels. Like, it like you, def- you definitely watch it and you're like, yeah, I feel like I've been in that situation. I see his frustration, but yeah. I also see how it's entirely his fault oh, yeah. for like letting it happen yeah. as well. <laughs> so good. It's a good show. So that's my other thing. Yes. What about show. you, Dan? You go on. Yeah, I watched a bit of that. Uh, I watched, um, what did I watch? Uh, no, my other recommendation this week, have I used, have I said that um, I'm really into the chicks? <laughs> the Dixie chicks? Yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but you can't say that anymore. It's no, just the chicks. Yeah, it's just the chicks now. Have yeah. I used this as another thing yet? Well, it's funny. You like the chicks. I love the beautiful girls. Yeah, that's, wow. What a, what a world we live in. <laughs> Two great bands. Two great bands. Very different bands. Um, no, I'm, I'm continuing my trend. I don't know. I think I've... Uh, uh, no, I've used Shania Twain. I'm continuing my women in country phase. Um, and I, I've moved on to the chicks. And the chicks. What a, what a, what like a great them. band. I've never really spent much time. Wide open spaces. Yeah. Like it's just a few great uh, country singers pouring their hearts out with some, uh, nice. some mandolin and some banjo and an acoustic guitar. What's not to love? I agree. Yeah. I agree. I'll have to look up the band on Double J. I listen to Double J a bit. Mm. And um, there's like a 20 year album tour happening for a very famous all female band mm. um, that is sort of country as well. All right. I'll have to look it up. Look it up. Get back can, to you. Sounds right up my alley. Yeah. You'll know it. There's mm. one, I think it's called The Lighthouse is one of their most famous songs. I'm almost certain of it. All right. I'll look it up. Hmm. Uh, anyway, if you listen to this, um, go listen to the Dixie Chicks or just the Chicks these days, as they like to be known. The Waifs. The Waifs. Is that a, is that a, is that a band? I'm aware female, of the Waifs. I don't band? know if they're all. I didn't know they're all maybe, female. But maybe I'm maybe I'm just imagining that because there's a yeah. female singer. Or anyway, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, it's, it's two two ladies and one guy. Twenty uh, twenty years, eh? Twenty years. Twenty years. Pretty cool. Mm. You should you should listen to them next. All right, I'll give that a crack. That'll, they're a little bit country. I'll listen to them. Mm. Sounds good. Um, well, that's it. Cool. Really? All right. Well, see ya. Right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. If you want to get in touch, two drunk podcasts at gmail.com, uh, two drunk accountants on all the social medias, um, two drunk accountants.com.au for our website. I know a few of you have submitted a few contact forms mm. recently I've seen pop up so I'll respond to a couple of them mailbag uh, mailbag send us in a question we'd love an audio response maybe we need to make a it easier for me, huh? we... 
How can we make this easy? Like just in any way, if you want to send us an Instagram message mm. with a little audio or a little written message with a question that you'd like us to answer, we'll, mm. we'll do some more mailbag at the end with questions because it's really fun to answer and, like and chat to all you lovely people. Um, but uh, no, until next week, we will calculate. Bye. 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 <sighs>